Sexy way to fly, you get none of mine. I got plans tonight, you and part of them. Cause my girls are not, yeah, we all attend. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Blend Podcast. The last podcast, hosted by yours truly, K, aka Khalif. Well, Khalif, aka K, aka I'm here. Okay, welcome back. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to part two of my 70th episode of the Perfect Blend podcast. Before I start, I just want to say thank you for coming back for part two, because part one was a little rocky. I just want to say I apologize for that audio quality. I had no idea. Like, I knew I was holding the mic super close, but... I underestimated the power of this mic. So I have the Yeti. This is the Yeti microphone. Oh, sorry. This is the Yeti microphone. It's a very sensitive microphone. I totally underestimated the power of this microphone. There is no reason why I should be (laughs) hella fucking close to the mic like that. So if you made it through all 57 minutes of part one... (laughs) I just want to say I really apologize. And I know and I know for a fact if you're listening to part 2, I know you love me, child, because goddamn, that audio was bad, but it was great content. Now I'm going to be honest with y'all. I recorded part 1 earlier this afternoon. Um well, it's a new day now. It's super late at night, so this is part 2, and I vowed to myself after I got back from hanging out with friends and meeting people and stuff that I would come home. And make part two tonight so I won't get lazy, child. And I won't fall off. Because she's here and she's always going to stay here. Yes. But no, welcome to part two of episode 70. In part one, I talked about Ralph Yarl. I gave my Yes Queen, Yes King Award. Uh, talked about Chloe Bailey. Talked about um, Coco Dadal, a.k.a. Rashida Williams, the black trans woman who was shot in Atlanta and murdered. Um... You know, we talked about the verified blue check. So the first episode was really pumped. I had a lot of coffee, y'all. So my energy is very intense. Okay, that's how it is on my audio versions. For all my new people who are popping up here, I'm really intense. Okay, I be that's just me. Okay, but I'm a little more calm. I've had water. The coffee has subsided. The caffeine has went down. My social battery is kind of down as well, but I'm a little more calm. I'm a little more calm. So um, I'm excited to be back for part two of this, and it's going to be even more fun. I promise I won't try to make it 60 minutes. Anyways, we're here. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Khalif Now. That's K-A-L-E-E-F-N-O-W. Instagram is under the same handle. That's K-A-L-E-E-F. 
N-O-W, that's my Instagram and my Twitter, and my YouTube channel is also under Khalif now. Uh, Khalif is my name, K is my nickname. Everyone always gets so confused by that. You know what's so interesting? Someone told me, and I already knew this, by the way, but someone was like, oh, girl, you know, you're, you know, you're pretty, you know, you're a trans girl and stuff like that, but the, the way that we clock you is by your name. And I was like, oh, <laughs> the girls be trying to come for me. But um, maybe I'll do an episode and talk about why I decided to keep my name. I think I've talked about it before, but I'll talk about it again. But yeah, um, my pronouns are she, her, hers. I am a woman, y'all, okay? But my name is Khalif. You know what's so interesting really quickly before we start? Quick note about my name. There was this girl I went to high school with. Her name was Malik. And um, I have an older brother named Malik, by the way. But I met this black girl. She was a cisgender woman, you know, a native-born woman. And um, her name was Malik. And she that was her actual name. And she was a woman. She was a girl. So I remember, like with this whole transition journey, I was like, should I change my name? I don't want to change it. Like, I really like my name. So I get that it's unusual, but that's why we always say all trans people are not a monolith. I need, I need people to really think about that. I feel like when people meet trans people, they always think all of our stories are the same and they're just not. So anyways, let me stop ranting on stuff that has nothing to do with why we're here. We are here for part two. I want to give you more of the celebrity commentary, some of this little bit of the celebrity gossip stuff. This this tea or whatever, you know, and there's not really any like tea, but let's, let's get into our next story. Um, Lotto and Coyla Ray. So Lotto and Coyla Ray had issues, uh, both female rappers, AKA, or, you know, Lotto, not AKA, both female rappers in the game right now. We have Lotto and Coyla Ray. If you all don't know who Lotto is, one of her biggest hits is Big Energy, um, she has other songs like Guap and stuff with Gucci Mane. I like Lotto. I think Lotto is super cute. I like her. Um, she's known for beefing with Nicki Minaj. Let's just, that, that is something that did occur with, uh, Nicki Minaj. Uh, Coyla Ray also is known for having a little bit of a riffraff with Nicki Minaj, but they did their song called Blick Blick. Coyla Ray is most known for her song, uh, what's her song? I think it's called Big Purr. That was like one of her biggest hits, Coyla Ray. Uh, yeah. Uh, right now, her biggest hit to date is Players. Players is actually a banger. I like Players a lot. But, um, yeah, Coyla Ray got some hits. Coyla Ray is definitely a hit maker. We can't, we cannot take that from her. Um, she, she has her own sound, her own image. Yeah, she, but her first bigger hits was No More Parties. Um, the remix really did a good job. The remix featuring Lil Durk, that was like one of the things I put her on back in 2021. Big Purr. Um, yeah, so we know who Coyla Ray is. Players is one of her things right now. Anyways, they had a little bit of a, honestly, I think Coyla Ray is kind of like reaching, but they had a little bit of a situation over Lotto's new single. So Lotto released a new single. She premiered it at Coachella last week. It's called Put It On The Floor. Um, it's a single where she was taking shots and, uh, and allegedly she was dishing, dissing Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. Allegedly, I believe she was dissing. I mean, I heard the lyrics. She was definitely dissing. So she had a line, according to our friends at lovebscott.com. Shout out to you, B. Scott. We love Mama B. Scott. Um, so she had a line in the song, and uh, the line is what Coyla Ray had an issue to. So the line was, smoking on that gas, blunt big as Coyla Ray. <laughs> so 
Coyle Ray felt some type of way about that. And here's some of the things she tweeted after she heard the song. She put, let's fight. She tweeted that. Then she put, lotto, bye. Here you go talking about my body. Please do not come on here and talk about nobody body. LOL, like seriously, out of all things, LMAO. Y'all, my, she put LMAO. Yeah, my, she was like, you blunt my size or whatever. She said, sorry, hold on. Let me slow down. I'm a mess. Sleep deprived. She put LMAO. Yeah, blunt my size. LMAO, this this SHIT is never ending. Then she put these Bs want to be like the N-words so bad. Y'all want to have rap beef so bad. And she put anybody that talk about my body wants my body like real bad. She's a mess. Uh, So far, Lotto hasn't responded as of yet. Like, Lotto just paid it dust and hasn't said a word. So Lotto shook up the table and just hasn't said anything. Um, Coyle Ray then tweeted, if you don't like me, support me or F with me. Um, Don't mention my name, period. Don't make sense. I don't know none of y'all bees in real life. Stay in your lane. Stay in y'all lane. Ooh. And leave me out of the BS. I be minding my business and showing real love offline. So those are some of, some of the things that Coyle Ray tweeted. She also tweeted that she doesn't know any of the girls who try to beef with her. And then it was funny because on the blogs today, someone went and found one of Lotto's old music videos. She has a music video for the song. Um, I love this song by Lotto. She, it go, well, how'd that song go? Oh, I like that song. Wait, I can't even think of it right now because I'm a little tired. But she'd be like, mm-hmm, coochie so good, real boss bit. I like that song by Lotto. Wait, it's off the Queen of the South album. I really like that song. It's called uh, On God. It's, it's called On God. Anyways, in the music videos, the blogs are messy. The blogs are messy. In the music videos, someone went back and pulled up. Sorry, on the blogs. Someone went and pulled up that music video for Lotto's single from her first album, I believe. It's called On God. And it was Coyle Ray. Coyle Ray was walking behind Lotto in the video. So people were like, girl, you over here talking about she don't know her? Like, that's mad fake. Like, how you do know her. You were in her whole music video. So like, Koi, stop. I think that Koi is reaching a little bit, you know, but honestly, like, that's just how this works. You know, the girls, well, Lotto did mention her name. So the girls, I think the girls are just kind of like, girl, you said my name, like, what's up? Like, is it beef? But this is a win-win for both ladies. Great PR. Koi definitely is doing her thing with her music. And um, regardless of what people say about Koi Ray, and she do be kind of doing a lot here and there, but Koi kind of stays in her own lane. Um, she's been promoting her music. She's been, Koi's been doing a good job. I think people sleep on Koi Ray, but Players is a banger. Um, I love the DJ, oh my God, the DJ Sage remix to Players, where she sampled the Busta Rhymes record. Fire. Like, Koi, a lot of people give Koi flack, but I like Koi Ray. I think that Koi is really doing her thing. Um, Lotto is also doing her thing too. I think Lotto needs to kind of study her formula a little bit better. Um, but I actually, I don't have an issue with Lotto. I know a lot of people don't like her, especially after the beef with Onika Tanya Mirage. <laughs> she, she, she beefed with Nicki, honey. She came at Nicki. She recorded Nicki Minaj in their conversation and aired it out. <sighs> but she got that record called Put It On The Flow. And she calling out the ladies on that record, talking about if you got an issue, just, you know, stop subbing me and stuff like that. So the girls are fighting. I think Koi is reaching. Because basically she's like, you know, keep my name out of your mouth. But Lotto paid it dust. 
Um, and Lotto, Lotto's a rapper. You know, you have to create buzz around your songs. So the girls are going to do what they, you know, do what they got to do. And the song was more so aimed at Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj once again. We know that Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice dropped Princess Diana. Um, and they actually collaborated on it. So at first it was going to be a feature. But it, torn, it turned into an actual, like, collaboration where Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice are doing business together. Where Nicki Minaj um, owns, like, half of the record or something like that. So where, if you notice, the record is credited as Ice Spice with Nicki Minaj. Not Ice Spice featuring Nicki Minaj. Meaning that both of them own that record. But that's both of their songs. So Princess Diana is a banger. So the girls are the girls are getting ready for the summer. You know, summertime is coming up. You know, female rappers got a beef. Um, Coyla Ray is not a beef a beefy type girl, but Coyla Ray, you know, the girls are catty. You know, you go in the studio, you you talk your little yin yag or whatever. Have fun with it, but take it to the studio. Okay, take it to the studio. See, this is why I love like Queen Latifah and all of them because they took it to the studio. They had an issue. We going to the studio. We dropping a diss track. Okay, like. We ain't got to fight on Twitter. We ain't got to do all that. I'm writing 16 bars. I'm in the studio pushing my pen. You know, so, you know, the girls, the girls be a little, mm, they be a little catty. Um, Let's see. Next, Megan Thee Stallion. So Megan Thee Stallion, she released this gorgeous, um, this gorgeous, gorgeous interview slash essay in uh, Elle magazine. She looked phenomenal. Oh, she looked good. But basically, um, it's an actual, like, essay-style interview. So it's just a full essay of Megan that's telling how she, how she felt during that entire Tory Lanez shooting situation and the actual court case when they were in court last at the end of last year dealing with that entire trial. So Megan literally wrote, like, a long essay just addressing every single thing. Um... And basically, in this essay, she spoke about she was depressed. She spoke about how this really affected her. She spoke about how um, this will be her final time talking about it. That's actually how they opened up the damn... That's how they opened up the essay for Megan Thee Stallion. Um, they literally titled it in a way of... And they actually said in the... in the Not the headline, but like the byline or whatever. Or something like that. She said this is her final time speaking on the situation, you know, and she just literally detailed what we already knew. But I think for this particular essay, it was like more of a personal thing of like, you know, I'm not going to like put this in a documentary. I'm not going to do all that. We're going to address this here. I'm going to get past this in my career. So for me, I'm not going to read any of the things that she really wrote, but she definitely highlighted how this made her feel, felt, feel and how basically she, um, she also needs to learn how to not trust everyone, just understanding that everyone is not your friend and how, you know, there were people who she thought were close to her who really didn't have her best interests at heart. Uh, she also mentioned and she called out her peers, which is what I really loved. Um, she called out her peers. I'm going to pull the quote for that because I actually like this quote. And that's probably the only quote I'm going to say because y'all know, y'all know I love Megan. Okay. I really do support her. I like her a lot. Um, and she didn't deserve that, regardless of people trying to justify how she was or if she slept with so-and-so or if she had too much to drink. At the end of the day, she did not deserve to be shot. So it doesn't matter what people say. You know, I just think that people, when it comes to people receiving some type of abuse or domestic violence or anything, especially women, especially black women, it's like 
people want to victim blame and do all those things and be like, well, what did you do or whatever? And she didn't deserve to be shot. But she put, um, this is a quote taken from the essay. She put, even some of my peers in the music industry piled on with memes, jokes, and sneak disses and completely ignored the fact that I could have lost my life. Instead of condemning any form of violence against a woman, these individuals tried to justify my attacker's actions. And that's what, that's what would happen. You know, not what would happen. That's what happened with Megan Thee Stallion. You know, I really think that... Um, I don't know. I just think that we did a disservice to Megan. Like, I just... Like, looking back on how she's been treated these last two years, like... It's just really unfortunate how literally, like, everyone... Not only just in the hip-hop community, but online in general, literally, like, turned their back on her. And powerful people, like Drake and things of that nature, was just constantly taking shots at her. The baby, um, 50 Cent, like... And 50 Cent did apologize, you know, after the verdict came out. But... Poor Megan. You know, Megan has really been through a lot of stuff and people just need to let her breathe. And I'm honestly happy that she stated that this is the last time that she's going to speak on this particular issue. <laughs> Allergies. Sorry about that. We're here. Oh, goodness. Really quickly. Let me take a quick side note and I'm going to get back to Megan. This weather. So in LA, y'all, look, in Los Angeles... Look, we had a lot of rain. It was like rain for like two months straight. Now it's 90 degree weather. When when the, when the seasons do all of the things, I, I can't do it. My allergies get so bad. Like, I have really horrible seasonal allergies, y'all. Like, when I tell y'all I have like two nasal sprays, I have Claritin D, then I have my, my other uh, prescribed Claritin, then I have Zyrtec. I need a goddamn EpiPen, child, because... I have Benadryl, like, I have two things of Benadryl. My allergies are bad. Like, I get bad allergy attacks. I'm a hot fucking mess. Okay? Anyways, let me get back to the story. So, um, right along with Megan Thee Stallion, baby was seen by paparazzi over the week, um, and he was taunting Megan. He was asked if he would ever work with Megan Thee Stallion again or, uh, you know, do a record with her. And he literally was like, yeah, I'm open to it. Yeah, I'll work with Meg. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'll work with Megan Thee Stallion. Um, let's pull up the video. Now, I don't know how to share it all and do all that fancy stuff yet, but one day we will. But yeah, he was spot uh, telling TMZ this. Here we go. Would I do a new album with Megan Thee Stallion? Or, or a new track? You would? Absolutely, Meg. Yeah, you, man, you know I'll do a new song with you. Have you guys spoken? Are, are you cool? Nah, yeah, absolutely. Cooler than a fan, baby. Uh, have you spoken yeah, to, to Tori at all? To Tori? Nah, it's hard to speak to him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do you guys think you'll ever be cool again? Who? You and Tori. Mark, what's up? You got my, uh, my, my what's it called? Huh? You guys think that you cooler than a fan, baby? I'm cool with everybody, man. Yeah. Spread love, baby. Spread joy, baby. Okay, you have a good new music into the month. Girl, bye. The baby, no shade. The baby had a hard time even selling tickets. Didn't he sell like like 500 tickets or something like that? Like, look, Megan, don't don't work with him again. I know y'all made hit records before all this went down. You know they had um, ooh, they they did have they had cash shit. They had that as a song. Um, they had Cry Baby, you know, so they, they had a few records together. They had like three records, three records together. 
But Megan, move on. You know, and honestly, I don't think she'll work with him because of how he handled her with that Tory thing, how he was running around her, taunting her with Tory, um, at, I believe at Rolling Loud last year. Or it was one of those one of those festivals where Tory brought him out on stage and, you know, they were trolling her. They, they like to troll our girl a lot. So Megan, stay away. But Megan, I think Megan is learning. I definitely think Me- Megan Thee Stallion is learning that not everyone is your friend. And, um... Ooh, she been through a lot. I mean, Megan lost her mom. She lost her grandma. Like, but she but she looked good. She came back and did that show in Houston. Baby girl looked good. She had that, she had that remix. Wait, we gotta play it. No, she it's this remix to Gift and Curse that I love. Oh, I gotta play it. I gotta play it now before we move on to the next story. It's this remix that I love, y'all. It's the Gift and Curse. Mix and some and this guy made it off of TikTok. His name is Arnett. This is my jam. Oh, hold on, that's the advertisement. I don't pay for uh, we don't pay for premium child, not for no YouTube. Oh, all these advertisements, but no, this mix go hard and she actually performed it. Um, hold on, let me start it over. This shit go hard. I like the song, I like this song a lot. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but I'm gonna put it to the mic. This goes, this goes. Oh, I'm a little thotty. Let me stop. I'm a little thotty. I like this song. Yes, Megan, okay. That's my jam. I'm sorry. Look, look, I'm, I, I, I really, Megan, you did that. Okay. She didn't even make the song. This guy, like he added Keith Sweat to that and it just, it works. I love it. Anyways, Megan, be strong, sister. Just keep moving on. Like you're a young woman out here. She just turned 28. Megan is really like a force, you know? So y'all know, I just, I just support her. I really do. On to the next story. Um, BuzzFeed is shutting down, um, and they can't afford to fund the organiza- or organization any longer. Um, they're finding it really difficult to pay workers and so forth. So um, BuzzFeed has been around for a while. Didn't BuzzFeed start? When did BuzzFeed start? Mm, I'm not sure when BuzzFeed started, but I think it was like a good 10, 15 years ago when BuzzFeed became a thing. I actually can't believe that they're like shutting down, you know. BuzzFeed is known for writing like these quirky articles. I think that they I don't know. They have a special way of writing like their articles and always doing like top this, top that category type stuff. You know, these are the type of things that that you know, they're always doing like these cute little quirky stories on BuzzFeed, you know. Um, but they're shutting down, so that's news. Uh, Frank Ocean had a lot of issues with Coachella, y'all. He, uh, okay. So last weekend, I believe it was last weekend, not this current weekend, because Bat Bunny is um, opening this particular weekend. He's the headliner for Coachella. But um, Frank Ocean came out, and you know he hasn't performed in a while. I, I believe they said he hasn't performed since like 2017, so he hasn't performed in person live in a in a long time. Um, if I got that wrong, correct me. 
I did read that somewhere. Uh, okay. <laughs> but long story short, he hasn't performed in a very, very long time. So fans were like really looking forward to him. Frank Ocean has a cult following. He doesn't have a lot of albums out, but he has a very, very loyal fan base. He's like one of those artists who like barely release. They barely come out with stuff, but they have a core cult following where whenever they pop out, their supporters come out. You get me? So, a lot of people had high expectations. He was one hour late to his set at Coachella. He came out. He didn't even perform for a full 30 minutes, according to the fans and stuff and what I saw on TikTok. Um, and one fan actually made a full TikTok video, and he was just like, yeah, like, he only performed for, like, 27, 26 minutes or 27 minutes. Didn't even perform all of his hits. He was he was one hour late. So, Literally, in in the middle of one of his songs, he was like, okay, the show is over. I'm done. And he walked off the stage, right? That's what the guy said. And then he went to, it went to the video. The video actually showed the fans, him saying bye to everyone, and the fans started booing him. And they were just like, boo, like, booing Frank Ocean, you know? But um, his representation, his management came out and said that he had a leg injury, so that's why he couldn't, like, give his best performance, they were talking about his vocals, girl. Like, they were just... It was a lot. So Frank Ocean um, came out with a statement basically acknowledging that it wasn't his best performance and how he apologizes. But, like, a lot of people were just really kind of not feeling it because... And here's the thing. I feel like some artists, like, they do be going through stuff, but it's like, you're one hour late, girl. Like, people pay for you. or And it's like, if you're going to be one hour late, just make sure to cover your hits. Like, because most artists are late to their performances. Almost every artist is late. Like, whenever I go to concerts and stuff, like, I honestly, I, I can't recall one artist who was, like, really on time. Um, I went to see Amber Mark. I don't know if you, you all know who Amber Mark is. She's a singer. She was on time for her. I think she was on time for her set. So, um, Lion Babe, I've seen Lion Babe. She was also on time. But there's, but most artists are late because it's traffic. They got to do hair, makeup. They got to do set stuff. So it's not, a, it's not always even the artists. Like the artist isn't always the reason why, why they're late. You know what I mean? Or like, or why the show starts late or why the set starts late. But, um, oh, the glare from this light is like blinding me. I can't do it. I can't do it with this light. But, um, but yeah, you know, so, but I think, I think as fans, it's, it's just kind of like, you got to communicate with us. Like, we love you. We like you. We really, really like you. You know, you got to communicate with us and let, you, and let us know why you late. And you got to give us the hits. But Frank Ocean, honestly, I feel like he doesn't really like the industry. I think he likes music and he's well respected. But like, I, I just don't get the vibe that he really likes performing kind of like a summer walker i think it took summer walker a while to like warm up to the hoopla of like and i and i'm not a singer but i'm saying like the hoopla of all the things like you got to show up you got to be interactive with your fans you have to be a personality i think that like you know because summer walker has social anxiety and maybe frank ocean has the same thing where he just doesn't like to give or like give you a lot of music all the time or like be there all the time you know what i mean or it's just, you know, so Frank, you know, he just kind of likes to do things his own way. But I can see the fans' disappointment. You know, the fans are the ones who support. The fans are the ones who keep those bills paid. The fans are the ones who keep streaming. The fans are the ones who will come to your concerts. So I feel like some artists, they just got to, like, communicate with the fans. It's like, if you can't make it somewhere, apologize. Let them know that you had an injury, like communicate like Ari Lennox be tweeting and communicating with her fans she'd be like look y'all I gotta cancel the show I'm tired or this emergency came up like it's a lot that comes up 
I wish y'all could see this mic because I really like this mic. But, um, yes, girl. I don't know what's happening with, with this recording situation here. But, um, okay, sorry. I, like, froze for a second because I'm literally getting used to this. And I like Riverside so far. It's super cute and very convenient. Shout out to Xavier. So, XZ is amazing. He's a content creator. He he literally, like, he was like, you need to use Riverside, sister. Like, he, you know, he pulled me to the side. He was like, you have a lot of potential, but you, you're very confident, you know, but sis, we gotta, we gotta get you structured. We gotta get you, you know, so shout out to XD, the XD experience, Xavier, fellow content creator. Thank you so much, boo. Um, let's see. Yeah. His performance was very chaotic. Y'all wait. I don't know if y'all care about the full statement of what he said, but this is from our friends at love V Scott. And uh, via Up Rocks. But this is what this is what he had to say, because people were saying it was a very chaotic performance. And this is what Frank Ocean has to say about it. He was like, it was chaotic. There is some beauty in chaos. It isn't what I intended to show, but I did enjoy being out there, and I'll see you soon. So kind of like, I acknowledge what you said. You know, it was chaotic, but there's some beauty in that. Like, bullshit. Okay, you got to get it together. But he did have an injury to his leg leading up to the weekend. Okay. Yeah, so he had a lot going on. He has some health issues. So, you know, Frank, we're gonna we're we're not gonna be too hard on you. You know, when you break a leg and stuff, shit be healing, it's very stressful. You know? Last story, Cardi B and Tasha K. <laughs> So as you all know, we all know that Cardi B sued a vlogger Tasha K with Unwind with Tasha K. Oh, excuse me. It's the water. Sorry. With Unwind with Tasha K. I'm over here burping and shit into the mic. I apologize. I'm out of line. Um, hold on one second. I want to pull up this Tasha K story. I'm over here burping. Sorry for that burp, y'all. I've been drinking water and stuff. And girl, me and my homegirl, we went and got some ceviche. It was so damn good. Uh, <laughs> so, according to Neighborhood Talk, <laughs> Cardi B reportedly wants to seize Tasha K's property to start collecting her $4 million settlement, okay? So, if you all were under a rock, we already know that Tasha K is a, a popular vlogger who's known for her show Unwind with Tasha K. And she basically um, have has this beef with Cardi B where she's been, you know, allegedly releasing exclusives, uh, exclusives on Cardi B. And one of them was um, her releasing a story stating that Cardi B had herpes and STIs and all these things. And they were going back and forth. They've been fighting online since like 2017, 2018. And Car it got to the point where Cardi B was in the beginning asking her to just pull the videos down because she was like, look, like... I have kids, you know, like, you over here talking about I have herpes. I do not have herpes, girl. Like, you're lying on me. So, and Cardi B's actually very understanding. Like, Cardi B understands how blogs work, right? But Tasha K wouldn't stop. So, they were going back and forth, went to court, filed a lawsuit. And this, this is what get, gets vloggers and bloggers in trouble, right? Because now we live in an age where people are not necessarily journalists 
or you have journalists who get into blogging and vlogging and all those things like that. And you have your everyday person who loves shooting this stuff and they want to build their following. So they start trashing all these celebrities and, you know, trashing everyone. Sorry if I look tired, y'all. I am a little bit tired, but this is part two. We're here. We're here. We're queer, bitch. We're here. <laughs> I have allergies, but look, I'm here. We are here and we're ready to go. Uh, but yeah, they were going back and forth. And Cardi literally was like, look, I get the game, girl. Like, pull that shit down, though. Like, you over here lying on me, like... Girl, I ain't got no STIs and stuff. You ever talk, like, what are you doing? Like, I have a family. I have a husband. Like, you doing too much, my mom. Like, and I recall, I recall Cardi saying those things to Tasha and Tasha doubling down and Tasha being rude to her because Tasha built, built herself up to where she is. And although Tasha K is a little problematic, we can't say that goddamn Tasha K is entertaining. She's very entertaining at what she does. She's very entertaining. She's wrong and she lies. She does lie. But when it comes to journalism, you know, we, we want to tell the truth, you know, but it's, you know, we have never, ever seen that in the history of celebrity culture or pop culture. We've never seen an a, a A-list star literally file a defamation lawsuit against a vlogger. Like, we've never seen that happen and, and you know, actually win. So Tasha K owes her $4 million dollars. And Cardi is like, girl, I'm going to seize your property because Tasha K, she didn't move to Africa, y'all. She didn't hit her money, like, allegedly. But, well, she didn't move to Africa. We saw that. She moved to Africa. She pulled all her money out of her accounts. And if y'all been following the blogs, <laughs> do y'all remember last year when Tasha K, oh my God, this had me rolling, y'all. Oh, my lash ain't coming off. This really had me, like, it tickled me. Tasha K took all of the money out of her Chase Bank account. She only she only left like $1,800 in there. And basically, she was like trolling Cardi B. And she was like, girl, this is all I got. Come get it. Like, trolling Cardi. And Tasha K still trolls Cardi B. Like, she still trolls her. Like, she be in the comments. <laughs> like, even on this blog. This is the blog post on my, my neighborhood talk. Like, this is the blog post. Okay. You can't really see it because of lighting. But that's the blog post there. Tasha K left a comment and she put, and I, oop, my, 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 see y'all tonight on YouTube at 7 p.m. for some good old I'm broke fuckery Friday. Bring all your wine, child. She is a mess. And she always trolls and it's like, girl, you already lost the lawsuit. Come on. That's why you can't be getting up here lying on these people. And it, it even makes me think about celebrity news. You Just report and give your commentary, but don't lie. Like, girl, like, don't get your ass up on here and fucking lie on nobody talking about they got herpes and you got exclusive tea because you want, you want an exclusive so bad. Like, but we have to tell the truth. Sorry, exclusive. I talk fast and I'm tired. Okay, I'm sleepy child shit. You really, really want that story so bad. But, you know, you got to be careful about what you say because... This does affect, it does affect real people, like, it really, really does. Like, these public figures and celebrities, they're still people at the end of the day. And it's a lot, you know, but you can't be out here lying on nobody just because you want to build your following. You know, you gotta just be authentic, be real, give your commentary, say if you agree or don't, or don't agree or whatever you do, but keep it moving, keep it pushing. So that's all we have for episode 70 for Celebrity News. We're done with that. 
Um, I don't want to keep you all too long. We're at 34 minutes, but thank you for watching so far. And y'all know this is the last part of the show. I won't keep you long, but y'all know I'm a very, like, I love, like, trying to remain positive and being uplifting because, like, I do understand that um, we're humans. Like, we're, we are the everyday people. You know what I mean? And um, usually at this part of my podcast, for people who are new to me, because usually I do this in the audio format, but now we're going to get both. We're going to get both now. Um, at this part of the show, towards the last part of the show, I have like a central topic, right? It could be anything. It could be mental health. It could be tips on networking. Like I think my last episode, I did tips on networking and aqua season and things like that. So today I want to talk about the importance of self-care. And I'm sure I've talked about this before, but we have to take care of ourselves, okay? Figure out what that looks like for you. I know, like, not everybody can do the same things. And when we talk about self-care, like, typically we always think about, like, financial stuff or, like, getting a pedicure, getting a manicure. Like, that is a part of self-care. It is. It's, it's, it's a part of self-care. But there could be other things that you could do. Like, you could write in a journal. Like, I have a self-care journal that my friend, my homegirl bought me this. My friend Kenya, she bought me a self-care journal for my birthday because she understands that I'm big on, like, self-care. Like, I try my best to, like, check in with myself. I don't always get it right, but I try my best to balance myself out and keep myself afloat because I'm all I got. You know, um, there are times where I get, I get, I become like a worker bee. Like I just become so like, so focused on work to where like I take work home and work like is with me and I don't know how to let it go. Or like I don't sleep when I'm supposed to, or I'm staying up all night or I'm oversleeping and I'm sleeping too late and I'm not, and I'm not taking advantage of like the time of the day. Or I might be a little sad. I might have the blues. And we know what the blues are. A little bit of depression sometimes. Like, you know, we all deal with things like that. But I still believe that there are pockets and areas for... Sorry, I had a little hiccup there. Um, there are pockets of time and areas of the day where we can still check in with ourselves, right? Me, I'm someone where I move fast. I talk fast. <laughs> and that's something. It's another hiccup. Oh, my God. Hold on, I need to drink some water. I'm over here hiccuping and shit. Yeah, it's time for bed, but we're almost done. We're almost done. This is part two. We're here. Um, there are times where I become so laser focused to the point where it's unhealthy. There are times where I'm like, oh, did I eat? Like, you got to eat, sis. You can't. You got to slow down. Like, it's not worth it. Like, these people ain't worth it. Like, I guess you're trying to meet people. You're trying to put yourself out there. Girl, take your ass to bed. Like, don't be posting late at night. Like, there are times where I have the podcast. I'm like, well, I got to post. I got to get it out, bitch. And <laughs> but I be having to really, like, check in with myself. There be times where I'm at work and I'm overthinking. And I'm like, oh my God, like this, this task is so easy, but I'm overthinking it. Why am I struggling? Like, why am I overthinking? And I'd be telling myself, slow down, drink some water, go outside, take a walk, go get some fresh air real quick, come back to the office, finish your task, right? So those are like small ways that I, that I do self-care, right? And the reason why I want to talk about that, and I didn't have, this is all off the cuff. I didn't have anything written out, but it's something that's been coming up for me because I've been like really grinding, like really just grinding, really trying to like establish myself and just be present with people. 
be present with self. But there are times where I become so focused on other people or I become so focused on work where I literally forget myself. Like, or I'll forget that it's like, yo, like, you need six or seven or eight hours of sleep. You cannot be running around on five hours, Khalif. Like, look, I just hit it. I just hit a big age, okay? And at this big age, look, when I was 19, 20 and all that, I could be up on four hours of sleep like nothing. Now, she been in the game. She's seasoned. She's a little more seasoned, you know. Still, still a young gal. I'm still young. Don't get it twisted. She's still a young girl. But, but there are times where I'm literally like, you gotta, you gotta get your rest. You cannot function. Like me, I can't function anymore like that. Like I can't function on five hours of sleep. I need, I need at least six, at least six, six and a half, seven. That's what I need. If I do eight, I'll be, I'll be sleepy all day long. You know, some people are different, but you know, for me, I need six to seven hours, but those are just some ways I do self-care. I'll, I'll like, I'll write, I'll pray. I pray a lot, you know. Um, I'll, I'll talk to the higher power, to God, you know. I'll, you know, I'll talk. I'll talk to spirit. I'll be like, look, I need you. Help me get through this. Help me do my breathing exercises because sometimes I, I get laser focused. I get anxious, you know. So, we have to take care of ourselves. Our bodies are the only bodies that we have. Our brains are the only brains that we have. We got to eat our vegetables. This doesn't mean you have to eat healthy every day, but make sure you're eating a vegetable here and there. Having a green, some greens. Make sure you're eating your fiber. Make sure if you take vitamins, take your vitamins. Life is too short. People are catching COVID. They dropping dead left and right, child. Okay. Other health issues are coming up. Or we're not getting any, we're not getting any younger. Even if you're young, you can still have have health issues too. So we got to take care of ourselves. So do self care. Um, it could also be done outside of health stuff. Like you could like do the bubble bath stuff. You could do that. Buy a new bubble bath or like buy a new bubble bath uh, soap situation. Get into that. Buy candles. Like y'all see that candle back there? I love a good candle. I love candles. Candles, aromatherapy is, oh, I love me a candle. Do that. Um, when you take a shower, like I have a listener here. You know who you are, boo. She tells me how she makes her bathroom. You know who you are. It's my homegirl, Nicole. Shout out to you, boo. But um, she's actually my friend in real life, too. But um, she really, really supports me. I love you, girl. But she tells me how, um, I'm telling all her business, damn. But this is not, like, personal. But basically how she she loves to create, make her bathroom, like, her sanctuary. Like, her bathroom is, like, her mini sauna. Like, she makes sure she has all the body washes, all the soaps, everything that she wants. Candles. Stuff like that to create that as her sanctuary. Because for her, that's, like, her time to herself. Like, and I literally do the same thing. Like, when I when I take showers or baths, like... I like to have my candles going, y'all. Like, it's really something to it. Like, it, it really makes it just more, like, chef's kiss. Like, it just, it sets the tone for your environment. It really, really does. It sets the tone. So I'm looking at myself and my makeup, and I'm like, oh, my God, I look so sleepy. But we're here. It sets, it's, it really, really, really sets the tone. And, um, yeah, you could do that. You could take walks. Like, I love taking walks for self-care. I do that. Um, I love listening to music. Um, sometimes even talking to a friend could be a form of self-care. Like some of my friends, we call each other, we check in, you know, I gotta, I gotta call other ones more, 
But um, I'm a phone call girl. Like I, I like I, I appreciate a text. I, I like texting too. I can text you. I, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty good at that. But I love phone calls. Like I love calling my friends. My friends will call me every once in a while. We'll talk. We'll chop it up. Check on each other. Make sure we're doing good. That's the form of self care to me. Like. I like to pour into people, but there are times where I'm like, oh, I gotta pour into me. Like I gotta, I gotta pull away. I gotta have my alone time, you know. So take, we gotta do self care. Like self care is our best friend. Like we gotta make sure that we're like doing what we gotta do. We gotta make sure that we are filling and watering our spiritual garden. Shout out to Janet Jackson. That was on one of her interludes on one of her albums. Um, which album was that on? Your spiritual garden. I think, I think that was on Velvet Rope or um, or the other one with. Um, I think that was on Velvet Rope or Discipline, where she was talking about filling her spiritual garden. It was on All for You, Velvet Rope or Discipline, one of those albums. Anyways, your spiritual garden in the sense of like pour into you, like meditate, pray, like do all those things. Like I meditate. I be listening to like meditation music. I pray, I check in, and those are very personal moments, and, you know, if you're someone who likes to go to church, go to church, but if you're someone who likes to keep it personal, keep it personal with your connection to the upper power or God or the higher power or source or whoever, however you want to label that, like, um, we got to take care of ourselves, y'all, and there's multiple ways to do it. Anyways, this is another episode of The Perfect Blend. I apologize for part one once again. I love and appreciate everyone who tunes in. My allergies are kicking my butt. Look, my eyes started itching. Oh, my God. When I tell y'all, I have really bad allergies. That's crazy. Oh, my goodness. It's the lashes. It's a lot going on. But I really, really appreciate you listening to me, checking me out, hearing me rant. This is a one-woman show. So I appreciate y'all being so patient. This is my fifth season. Um, If you want to go back and listen to all my old stuff, go listen to it, y'all. It's all audio. It's a mess. But check it out. You know, I appreciate every listener. I appreciate all the support. Um, If you have any um, topics that you want me to talk about, DM me. Let me know. Like, um, DM me. Be like, hey, sis, like, talk about this. Like, I really enjoy this. Um, Or leave comments on my YouTube channel. I do see. I do pay attention. Um, And thank you for those who support. Genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. You know, hopefully one day I can get a Patreon going. Um, hopefully we could just really continue to keep this going, you know. I really appreciate you watching. Um, rather it be visually or the audio version. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Khalif Now. That's K-A-L-E-E-F-N-O-W. Hit me up there. And my YouTube channel is also uh, Khalif Now, okay? Um, I go by Khalif and K. Call me whichever. I'm fine with that. I love you. I love you to pieces. I hope you got something from this content. Um, last but not least, comment, like, and share. If you see me, share on my Instagram. Help a sister out if you want. That's if you really, really like me now. You, ain't, you know, If you don't like it, don't share it. But if you really like my show, share. Share my grid posts on my on my um, IG grid. Because I have, I have the strongest, like, it's not even a lot of engagement. But that's where a lot of people find my podcast typically is on Instagram. And also they find it randomly and shit like that. But... Um, yeah, share, share my IG stories or my posts if you really, really like it. Um, or you could just comment, you know, go to my YouTube channel, give me a like, like, you know, comment on a few of my videos. Like, let me know what you think. If you have other ideas, I'm always open. All right, I'm done. I'm out. This was so fun. 
You'll see me soon.